Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, the Educated Patriot. Uh, let me start off by saying I apologize for not um, producing or making a uh, podcast last Saturday. Uh, let me explain. Let me explain before everybody, you know, I, I know everybody was anticipating the episode. Let me explain. So last week, and a lot of this week, I was um, busy signing contracts, um, signing contracts to a um, business. I am now a um, partial business owner of a um, very popular uh, barbecue place out here in Fort Worth. So I uh, just got so, you know, just... Everything was just coming down uh, at once. Um, all these documentations going to the bank and, you know, everything was just. It's not I'm not saying it in the bad way or whatnot, but it was just a lot um, that was necessary in order to become a business owner. Some of you who are, you know, business owners or a partial business owner like myself, you understand the um, the significance of. Uh, everything that goes inside of it. Um, I mean, this is just one of those first stepping stones to something that I've been working on for a while and just looking for a, you know, um, great investment opportunity. And I actually found one. And the owner is somebody that I actually work with. Um, and, you know, everything that he was saying, I was seeing out in the public um, and then do my own research and I saw everything to be true and I see how profitable um, this business can be. So, you know, I am, you know, I, I've, I've assumed the title of chief financial officer of this uh, business and I, I look forward for this business just expanding. Uh, I know it's going to expand uh, and there's a lot of great opportunities uh, here in my area uh, alone for a business like this and it's very much needed. Um, what has a gap or a lapse is opportunity. Uh, even during times of inflation, um, sometimes you just got to take that, that risk. Uh, don't just take any risk, but make sure it's a financial gaining risk. Um, but this particular podcast, I don't want to go too long, um, due to the fact that, you know, I get passionate a lot about politics. And let me explain to you all why I get passionate about politics. As somebody who studied history um, and somebody who loves history, I know that just like a lot of you know, that a lot of things that have been done throughout our history has been from one area. That's particularly Washington, D.C., and the politicians that sit there, uh, whether it's the legislative, whether it's executive, or whether it's judicial, uh, or sometimes a combination of all of them, our whole entire country has been crafted and balanced by, you know, those who sit in those seats or, or takes those offices. And it's a powerful thing to be a representative or senator or president or a Supreme Court justice or a secretary, you know, a cabinet member of any administration. And I think that over the years, 
Presidents have not necessarily put those in charge who are on the same spectrum or have the same ideals ideas as that leader or that person or, you know, voters are not necessarily electing the person into office who they thought it was. But we don't do our due diligence anymore to pull those people back. We don't do our due diligence, due diligence anymore to hold them accountable. I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, these people are supposed to represent all Americans. I don't care if you listen to this podcast, if you are independent, if you are a Democrat, if you are libertarian, if you are a constitutionalist, I don't care what your political scheme is as long as you are an American. And even if you're not American and say you're somebody overseas or whatnot, we're supposed to be the beacon of democracy. We're supposed to show you how a democracy works with freedom of expression, a freedom of press, you know, freedom of speech is what is supposed to be happening. And there should not be any consequences because of that, because in essence, words don't hurt. They drive. They drive an agenda, but they don't hurt necessarily. So representing the American people is a honor for anyone to do. If you get people to elect you, it is an honor. And you should take that position knowing that the people who elected you are the ones that you are accountable to. I said and thought about this the other night. I said, a lot of times what we see is these lobbying group, these lobbying groups um, are influencing these politicians. The only time the politicians talk to the American people is when it's time for elections to come up and they always get up there, grandstand, I'm going to do this or I did that and so on and so forth. And it's a bunch of lies. It is always a bunch of lies. Let's face it. You ain't done shit. What you've done is line your pocket. What you've done is increase your financial portfolio. What you've done is align yourself with lobbyists. Think about in the past how our political leaders, even though there was some lobbying, it wasn't on the scale that it is now. You know, these these corporations back then were not so powerful and so influential uh, to the degree that they are now, where the, the constituents are ignored, like I said, until it's time to run for election. Because it's hard to cheat a system if the people can't stand you. And Liz Cheney was a prime example of that. No matter how much money her daddy put into the campaign, no matter how much she tried to buy her seat by even reaching across the aisle and telling Democrats they need to register as Republicans and vote for her. It didn't work out. And it's hard to. It's hard to cover that up if you're going to cheat. It's damn near impossible if the populace, everyone they speak to can't stand you. You can't get on stage and say, I won, when nobody can stand you. Somebody said, I heard something this week that said that, um, no, it was the White House press secretary, fucking old um, 
whatever the fuck her name is, that stupid bitch. But the thing is, is that she went around and basically said that if you're not with the majority, meaning that they have this impression that the majority loves what Biden's doing and the majority of Americans support everything that Biden does, that if you're not with him, then you are against and you're anti, uh, you're an anti-American, anti-democracy, you're anti if you're not with the majority. Well, if we take that rhetoric and we run that back to a recent time to a collective group of people, African-Americans, that was a point in time where we were just viewed as property. We were not viewed as human beings. We were viewed as something that was close to humans, but because we were not white, we could not be considered a human being. That our intellect was less than others because we didn't speak the language that they spoke. That's kind of stupid when you think about the fucking globe and all these nations where people speak different dialect. These fuckers thought because we didn't speak the king's English that we were fucking some type of animal, some type of property. You know, now, if you take that sentiment and you look at the East Coast of the United States in this early heyday. With slavery, the majority of people, you know, believed in slavery, didn't believe that black people were human and didn't think that they had rights. However, there was a minority group that said, no, that's not true. We got to remember that when Abraham Lincoln ran, that the segregation of, of the states had already begun. It, it, it didn't happen immediately once he got into office, all of a sudden they broke away. No, they were breaking away because they saw at that point in time that the country was divided and it was uncertain. So you almost had a 50-50 balance. That's why you had the Union versus the Confederacy, the North versus the South. And if we look at that, that cost the lives of a lot of people because there, were, there truly wasn't a majority at the time. But if we look at the financial backing, it was in the South. So the South basically was the majority. Because if you remember history, you remember, you know, that the United States military went all the way down into Mexico. And there was talk of dividing Mexico into many states, just like they wanted to divide uh, Texas in order to join, you know, uh, the union after we were our own republic into many states. Texas got shaved off at the tip. And, and that's why Oklahoma is as big as it is, because Oklahoma basically was half of what it is now before they got that piece of Texas. I still say that belongs to Texas. But anyway... The power was down south, not up north. But we see that the majority movement and efforts and dedication to cause was able to overwhelmingly defeat the Confederacy. Defeat it so much that it destroyed it completely. Now, there still was hostility with people down in the south that still did not care that the union had won the war. They said, you can't enforce it because you're still 
hanging up there in the north. You're not down here. So we're still going to run our slavery. We're just going to call it sharecropping. I'm going to allow this slave, I mean, this this person that was my property to stay on my property. And they can buy seeds and they can buy everything to help harvest the land. But that I'm going to up I'm going to pay for everything up front. That way they stay in debt forever. And then they got to stay on my land and basically work for free. Thus, they just revolve right back into slavery. Then we get the Jim Crow laws and everything. We get a lot of politicians and let's let's not fucking act like we don't remember and don't know that the Democratic Party was the party of the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK. Let's not forget that when the war was broken out, the Civil War, it was between the Union, which were Republicans, and the Confederates, which were the Southerners. And they were Democrats. So the party of the Klan is the Democratic Party. So for a long time, this party held tight to the politics and the positions in the South. They held so tight to it. You know, a republic like Texas had a hundred years that saw no Republican take position of any political position in the entire state. They held on to it for 100 years, ladies and gentlemen. That Republicans didn't even try to run here because it was a waste of time and money. Because in the majority southern states, well, guess what? This notion that black people should not be free was still thriving. So we keep pushing on. And we get the civil rights going on. And there are peaceful protests. There are, you know, debates. There are people taking sides. But because a lot of this stuff is not broadcast, a lot of the people up north assume that everything should be all right down south because the union won, so everything should be straight. They had no idea of the hostility, the crimes, the brutality, the murders that were going on, the lynching. I tell you all this, and I want you to challenge me, but I know that this is the truth. If you know the origins of Picnic, you will realize that Picnic is short for pick a nigga. You want to know what pick a nigga is. So they used to mass these mass luncheons or whatever and hang black people. And they were picnics where everyone white used to come out. With the blankets, the kids, and some food and stuff. And the the main thing about these picnics was hanging a black from a tree. They will lynch black people for entertainment for these people on their picnics. And these people would ravage the body to take anything from the body as if it was a trophy. You know, the shoes, the clothes some skin, some hair, whatever they could get their hands onto. That was just the thing that was going on. 
So my point, Ben, is that the sentiment in the South was against the freedom and the equality of black people. Let's take the North out of the equation. So you had a minority group that said that blacks should be freed here in the South. There were people of all colors in the South for that freedom of black people, but the majority said they should be oppressed. So if we take the White House secretary, you know, the press secretary word that if you are not with the majority, then you're anti-American. So that means in the South alone, because they wanted black people to be back as property and slaves and not have the freedom that they, you know, that was God given to them. Then how dare you want to support the freedom of black people? What the fuck is wrong with you? The majority say they're animals. They need to be back in the fields belonging to the white man. They need to be fucking plowing. They need to work the land. They need to be called boy, even though they're older than that of the slave master. You see, when she says that, that is an idiotic type of fucking statement. Because we know that woke culture in this country alone is the minority, not the majority. But it seems like that minority is the majority. That's the illusion of everything, right? At what point in time, I ask you as a listener, I ask you as a global listener, did America get so fucked up like it is now? Because shit like this happens overnight, believe it or not. When I saw Obama have the colors of the LGBT community lighten up the, the White House, I knew that if there was no consequences for that action, that there's going to be a problem because that is the minority, according to the uh, White House press secretary. The minority—I uh, <laughs> can't even speak—the minority in this country would be homosexuals. The majority would be heterosexuals. So for someone to take that position, you basically said that Obama was anti-American, anti-democracy, anti-every fucking thing. You see, the problem I have is that the contents of her explanation came after the most divisive, the most idiotic, the most Hitler-like speech I've ever heard in my life when Joe Biden is speaking at Liberty Hall and he's basically against the MAGA group. He's against this organization that literally stands for Make America Great Again. Oh, those four, four words are demonic, right? Make America great again. Is that a bad thing to make our country great again? To make us the greatest democracy that the world has ever seen? To make us the envy of the entire world? To show the world 
what a true democracy is. Is that a bad thing? Well, according to Biden, it is. He called all of us. If you're listening to this, even if you're in another country and you listen to Uncensored News, Biden has basically called us fascists. When you have the military standing there in the backdrop, and let me tell you something, as somebody who served in the military active duty for 14 years in the Iraq veteran, a disabled veteran because of fucking Iraq, I can tell you one thing, that you are not allowed to have the military as a backdrop for your political fucking speeches like that. The theme color that he had red, that was focused right there. I don't understand the color coordination that they had, why he had to speak there of all fucking places. I mean, he could speak wherever he wants to speak, but you're basically calling us fascists because we don't agree with what you're doing. Do you honestly think that we enjoy these high food prices, that we enjoy going to the store and everything that we want is not there. And then what is there is inflated. Do you think that we enjoy the high energy prices that we now fucking pay? Do you honestly think we enjoy having trillions or billions of dollars fucking sent over to Ukraine, a country that we get nothing from, that we're not going to get our money back from? Do you think that we enjoy knowing that $87 billion worth of military gear was left to the Taliban? And now they're the number one armed dealer country in the world because they don't need $87 billion worth to oppress their people. They need to make some money. And you're going to make money off of good American-made fucking products. That's what they're doing, selling it off because they ain't got no money. But that's all right. China and, and all them other countries to take care of them. They're going to come in and help fucking build that infrastructure while ripping them off by taking all the, the natural minerals and shit in those there mountains. Everybody know that Afghanistan is sitting on the fucking gold mine. Literally and figuratively, they have fucking shit in those mountains that they can't fucking harvest that other countries will and give them a small fucking cut of what they take out. China is notorious for fucking going into countries saying that they'll build a hospital a seaport, an airport, whatever you want to make you look good as a leader. But we're going to take fucking 90% of what's in there and it's going to go right into our country. We'll give you 10% of it so that you can look good. And you can take five and, and put it to your own bank account. We don't give a fuck what you do to it. But my point is this. Joe Biden stands up there and he's supposed to be the great uniter, but he's the great divider. Uh, by alienating a huge group of, you know, the American populace. I don't understand his continuation on attacking, you know, Trump supporters or Republicans in general. If Biden had it his way, there would be no Republican Party. There would only be the Democratic Party. And he would be president or leader of this country until the day that he dies. That's what he wants. That's what they want in Congress. That's what they want in the Senate. Look how old these people are. 
Look how young they were when they came in and look at 30 years later, they're still holding on to that power. They're still holding on to it. Nancy Pelosi is so greedy that this is what her second term as fucking speaker of the house. She don't think anybody younger has any experience of better ideas than her own. That she's a bully up there. That she forces them to fucking elect her when they win the majority. Nobody that old should be still fucking in charge. Nobody that we know that does stock trading and selling tips and everything else. And husband, her husband just made a couple mil, a couple hundred million dollars this past week. Selling off stocks because of the insider trading they got. I told you if they are caught, their fines are like a hundred dollars, $50 for the first fucking offense. And like $50 and, and then all of a sudden $100 come in. But that, that doesn't compare to anything. If I had, if I was them, I would be doing it every fucking day. Out in the open, in public. Because the millions they make, they might as well write a hot check for the whole entire fucking year. Here's $1 million. Because every single day, I, no, make it $360,000. $365,000. For every day of the year, I'm going to do some insider trading, and I'm going to make a ton of fucking money. So here's a check for $365,000 to cover my fucking fines. I don't give a fuck. These people are doing this shit right in front of us. Right in front of us, and they don't give a fuck. We are their peasants. Look at the fucking education thing that they try to pass. They try to say that we're going to take this debt off the American people. That we're going to um, basically, you know, take $10,000 if you got regular loans and $20,000 if you got any Pell Grants or you were under a Pell Grant type of program or whatnot, and we're going to just take it away. So in essence, it's going to cost anywhere from $300 billion to as much as almost $1 trillion. As if we have that money to pay for that. Now... I do have um, student loans. I do. I'll be honest with you. And people say you should be excited that he's going to take, you know, that money away because my student loan debt is minute. It really is. It's next to nothing. It really is. Um, The only reason why I have it is during the time of COVID, I wasn't working. Um. So I needed that little bit of extra income coming in and it benefited me. But the unemployment was more than enough that I was getting during COVID. But nonetheless, he wants to take that debt away. It sounds good in theory. Take the debt away. I don't have to pay the debt. But taking any debt away, adding to the deficit means that I'm going to wind up paying for it either way. So either way that you split it. I'm still going to have to pay for my own. So when people say they're the only ones paying for people's student debt, no, you're not. The people who had student debts are going to pay for their student debts too. There's a lot of people that, you know, have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of student debt that they're going to have to pay for. $10,000, $20,000, just that, that is something, but it's not compared to what they're going to have to pay to. And I, I understand what you're saying. You never went to college that you shouldn't have to fucking pay for it. 
Why is it that when there is something that affects a certain group of Americans, the other group of Americans get pissed off, but Americans are not pissed off that they pass that fucking bullshit Green New Deal that's going to cost, you know, almost a trillion fucking dollars. Nobody's really pissed off at the billions and billions of dollars that we're fucking wasting, literally wasting, because Ukraine can't beat Russia. Look at the longevity of it, ladies and gentlemen. There are still more Russians than there is of Ukrainians. How many Ukrainians are actually left in Ukraine? And even if they are, look at the infrastructure. It is destroyed, utterly destroyed. But you want to live under those conditions. No, you will flee. You'll get the fuck out of there. So I say again, where's that billions of dollars are going? Their military isn't growing. But all we're doing is putting our equipment into that country that later on is falling into the hands of the Russians. So the Russians learn that technology. The more we keep sticking our nose in everybody else's business, the more that we are costing people's lives. They want to do trade deals with Taiwan. China is fucking living. If any time that they wanted to fucking evade, the time is now. The time is nigh. There's no great opportunity. We continue to stir up the hornet's nest where we don't fucking need to be even involved in. We ain't got shit to do with Ukraine. We ain't got shit to do with Taiwan. Those countries, unfortunately, and it sounds cruel, but you have to stand up for yourself. You have to align yourself with the right countries, the right leaders. You have to have them have your back covering your six is what we call it in the military. And if you don't do your due diligence and you just sit there like a bump on a fucking log, well, you reap what you sow. In this country, time and time again, Americans are played like fools. But let me tell you something that the media doesn't say. A lot of Americans aren't fucking fools. They see the writing on the fucking wall. That's why I tell y'all time and time again, you have to stop. Stop listening to American fucking news. You have to. This shit is so fucking corrupt and one-sided. Literally, they're saying the same speaking points that the politicians are saying. If I line up a hundred dummies and they all say the same thing, they're coming from the same fucking source, me. So what happens when you watch local news, national news, and they're saying the same thing line by line as if it's a script that came out It hit the, the fucking emails. When you go on whatever story you report like this, finish it with this. And you all are falling for this shit. People are still watching these fucking programs. Still watching these news sources. Listening to a panel of experts. Do you know those fucking people? And why should you even care about their opinions like that? To where everybody up there is on the same size. 
a healthy debate is having the same amount of people on stage that can argue certain points. So you got the pros and the cons. And it's equal. If you got two, we got two. If you got four, we got four. If you got five, we got five, so on and so forth. But it is not a thing where there may be one person that may be, you know, a little bit in up on it, maybe not, kind of leaning to this side, maybe not, and the rest of the panel is one-sided because they all are fucking subject matter experts. They all are New York, uh, you know, best sellers and shit like that. Come on, folks. Stop listening to these people just because they got a nice suit on and they got their hair fucking combed. Get the fuck out of here. Stop listening to that fucking garbage. You all have got to fucking wake up. You all have got to push out, you know, these type of podcasts that I do to the American people because what I'm speaking is the truth. I'm speaking nothing but the truth, so help me God. I'm not trying to be one-sided, saying that, oh, all Democrats are fucking bad. That's not fucking true. That's not fucking true at all. That is not true. The Democratic Party as a whole, their theme, what they run on, and what they've done to this country is horrible. It's disastrous. It is lifelong, lasting consequences. There are children that are not even born that are now responsible for some of this debt, thanks to Joe Biden. He'll be long gone and they'll be still paying for it. Those kids will be my age, still paying for fucking shit from Joe Biden. I'm just dumbfounded that a leader, an American leader, a president, can't look in the mirror and understand how stupid he is and what he's doing. You want the American populace to believe that you had no idea on the raid of a former president. You had no clue. Nobody told you anything. When you get briefed every fucking morning from your national security team, which has the director of the FBI, the CIA, and so on and so forth, all other three-letter agencies and agencies that we don't be fucking know that exist, and they're briefing you. You want to tell them the DOJ just did that on their own and they didn't tell you anything about it. You a fucking lie. And if you did not know about it, that speaks volume. That should be the indicator right there for the American people that he is not fit for the fucking job. Because no president should be sleeping at the wheel knowing that their future political opponent is about to get raided and think that's a good idea. Have you ever heard of Watergate? Maybe some of y'all need to fucking go back and look at Watergate. Maybe some of y'all are too young to even understand Watergate. Maybe some of y'all don't know your history. You need to go back and read about Watergate. Once you read about that, you will understand my position on why in this country we do not raid the political office or homes of potential or political rivals. You don't do that. Especially nothing silly like they fucking have done. And think it's okay. I mean, when you take this, this man, 
Donald Trump, billionaire, success. He don't need to do anything to help this fucking country at all. He has no obligation to help the American people at all. He's a success. He has more money than he'll be able to use in his fucking lifetime that will be passed on to his children. He don't need the heartache and headache. He don't need to be disposed. Having to go in front of jewelries or having to, you know, have these DAs all across fucking America trying to sue him for everything. As soon as his plane fly over, they're looking for a reason to sue him. Bring that plane down. We got to sue him. You know, we need him to fucking testify and go under oath. We need this from him. We need that from him. He don't need a fucking raid at his house. He don't need people going after his children. Saying that, oh, well, we're going to lock them up. He didn't need any of that shit. And he don't need it fucking now. The notion that that man stands up on that podium, just like I got through watching him in in Philadelphia. And he's champion for America. Because you know just as well as I know, that man was robbed from winning his re-election. Robbed. Even if you just go back and watch the campaign trail alone, Fuck the political commercial. Just watch the campaign trail alone. Watch every single political campaign event that Biden went to. Look at the crowd size. Look at how they were. Not in circles. And they didn't have the fucking eight journalists that were there to record the event. And then look at the size of Trump supporters. And you tell me to my face how in the fuck Joe Biden got so many votes. How the Fuck Joe Biden is more popular than Barack Obama and the Democratic Party. There is no Democratic politician alive that's more popular than Barack Obama. Not one, especially not a fucking has-been like Joe Biden. This motherfucker ran for president three goddamn times, including against Obama, and couldn't fucking win. But somehow he runs against Trump. And this motherfucker has more votes than any president in modern history. After he spent over 40 fucking years in the Senate, eight years as a vice president, somehow this motherfucker is more popular now than he's ever been. Everybody forgot about all of the other elections that he ran. The two past presidential elections that he ran, that he was brought up and defeated because of fucking lies. And he continues to lie, just like he lied at a campaign trail where he said January 6th personnel, mega supporters, killed police officers. No police officer died on January 6th. None. No mega supporter killed the police officer with what? How is a January fucking protesters who were let inside of the rotunda doors opened by the police capitol hill police or whatever security there doors were open taking selfies with the people that were coming through how are these people that only took a computer 
didn't do any significant damage, none so whatever, because you don't see the Capitol Hill fucking locked down and still under construction because of the next or greatest thing since Pearl Harbor tack on our country. This building needs that much repair. You didn't see any of that. What they call one fucking contractor down the road. We got one window out. We need you to come replace it. How much that window going to cost? $200. Oh God. These people destroyed this building. $200 worth of a fucking window. This is crazy. And then they came in and, and, and walked all over the floor. They scuffed up all the wax. And now we got to have people come back in and wax the floor. Oh my God. This is a tragedy. This is a tragedy. They came up the stairs. Did they leave any paper? No, they went into Nancy's office. Oh, God, they took a computer. How much do you think that laptop cost? About $1,600? Oh, my God. This is Pearl Harvard all over again. Those AOC says they tried to kill me. They were coming for me. That's exactly what they did. Because everybody who came in there had fucking weapons, pitchforks, and everything else to kill you fucking demons. They had holy water and everything else with them. You right to repel your fucking evil ass. That didn't happen. How can we have a democracy where the majority of those people are still waiting a due process? Most of you know that if you are arrested and they cannot find any charges on you, they have to let you go in a certain amount of time. They have to let you go. They cannot hold you for years without a trial. They can't do it. But they have done it under Democrat control. That's why Trump said if he gets in office, he will pardon those who have been convicted or probably still sitting in jail at the time that he takes the oath of office in 2024. What country are we living in? How do we allow this to happen time and time again? How can we stand as the beacon for the world? As what a democracy is supposed to be when everybody can report how disastrous it is in this country. We are the laughing stock of the fucking world. We elected a fucking dummy. Literally, this is weekend at Bernie's for four fucking years. This man is not in control of shit. He gets up there and reads a speech as if he's Adolf Hitler with the red in the background. Looks like a fucking devil. The devil that he is. He's showing his true colors and he showed it that fucking night. 20 out of the 24, 22 minutes or whatnot was all bashing Republicans and MAGA supporters. We are the ones that are destroying the world, according to him. But I find that fucking ironic. Me, a Trump supporter, a mega supporter, someone who's not a Democrat, but support the Republican Party. Someone who served this country, took an oath of office, defend this country against enemies, foreign and domestic. To preserve the Constitution as it is. For 14 fucking years on my body, my separation from my family, 22 fucking countries around the world, my feet have stepped into. In the name of fucking democracy and representation of America to protect the American people from tyrants. From terrorists. 
from dictators that somehow I myself am anti-American, anti-democracy. See, Joe Biden stands behind a pulpit, basically what it is, and he's spewing evil out of his mouth every day. But Joe Biden would never stand in front of somebody like me without the Secret Service and tell me I'm a piece of shit, that I'm anti-American, that I'm anti-Constitution, that I'm anti-anti-anti, and I'm a fucking fascist. He would never stand in front of me, as he would never stand in front of you. And a reason being because he is nothing more than a fucking puppet. I continue to, to say this over and over. The message has to be spread. There is somebody that needs to hear this message, this podcast that I am pushing out right now, that is going to make that change. That is going to decide that they want to run for public office. That is going to be that, that spark that we fucking need to get the country back in line. Somebody needs to hear this message. And that's why I keep telling people that we need to really get these messages out. That we need to get these podcasts shared to so many people. Because that's the only way that change is going to come. It comes from word of mouth. It comes from word of mouth. Look at the Revolutionary War. It was word of mouth. Those people were having enough of the bullshit from King George. They had enough. There were 13 fucking colonies against a kingdom. They should have lost that war like you would not believe. But that enduring spirit that was inside of them. They knew that they were right. They knew that they were just. They knew God was on their side. God has never lost a war, never lost a battle, and never will. They knew God was on their side. And they pushed on. They didn't even have the resources, but they pushed on. And we all are sitting here today because of that vigor, that spirit, that word of mouth. That's why I say you all have to spread these men. I can't do this shit alone. I can't. I need you all to spread these podcasts, these messages. Somebody needs to hear this podcast. This podcast has been made for somebody or a group of people. It may even be you. The time of the Geechee is fucking over. This is bullshit. I did not put my life on the fucking line for 14 fucking years for this bullshit. Military personnel can only do so much. But the American people together. Together, we stand united. We fucking fall. We have to do better. We cannot just sit around and skip these elections. Well, you know, my vote's not. Get your fucking ass to the election booth. Get in there and fucking vote. Raise hell if they're trying to fucking delay your vote for whatever fucking reason. Because they don't have a right to. They should be ready to go when they open those fucking doors. Don't take this bullshit. Oh, well, we're flooding. Well, I'm standing in the fucking building. Where's the water? That bullshit in Georgia. Bullshit on that election night. 
We all see Trump, 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 Trump just winning across the board. All of a sudden, everything just fucking freeze because they saw the red wave that was heading their way, the red tsunami that was fucking coming, and they couldn't stand it. And they cheated as every last one of us laid our head and closed our eyes. And we wake up. Somehow a miracle happened and Joe Biden just won everything. Everything else that was left when he was winning fucking nothing. And they spoon fed us that bullshit. Or they spoon spoon fed those who listened to that bullshit. Not me. I saw the writing on the fucking wall. And these Democrats time and time again continue to fucking do that shit. Now they're saying that they are supporting Trump like uh, politicians because they know that those politicians are going to lose against their Democratic nominees. So they are pouring millions of dollars into funding Republicans who are Trump supporters because they say they're going to lose in a general election. What type of ass-backwards, rhapsody fucking bullshit are they fucking pulling here? These people are so fucking corrupt, and they don't even fucking hide it. What is done in the dark is brought into the light, and now it's in the light, and people are still stupid and gullible and believe in this shit. When you live in a town, a country, a state that is fucking bonkers, Illinois, New York, Atlanta, Missouri, Wisconsin, California, Washington, Oregon, and I can go on and on. You live in these states, these cities, Chicago, St. Louis, Atlanta, New York City, Portland, Seattle, Everywhere in fucking California. And you wonder how all this shit is created. And every time you go to the booth or you don't go to the booth, you vote for these same goofy ass fucking people. Gavin Newsom Newsom, fucking pushing electronic cars. And just this week he said, no, 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 stop it. Stop it with all this charging. We ain't got the infrastructure for all this shit. Y'all need to stop. Hold on. Y'all about to get rid of, get rid of fucking uh, selling gasoline vehicles about 2030 in like eight years. No more sale of gasoline vehicles in fucking California. But right now in 2020, eight years prior to your fucking mandate, you can't even support the cars you have on the fucking road. Because your infrastructure is not there. It's not going to be there the next fucking eight years either. But people think it's a good idea. Go out there and buy a 60000 plus fucking dollar fucking vehicle with inflation. And then try to charge it up. A group of people live in the apartments. There ain't no fucking way to charge up our vehicles here. Go sit at fucking Sprouts or go sit at fucking Whole's Food. Sit in that parking lot for 45 minutes to an hour. I know your kids in the car. Shut the fuck up. I don't care if they back there fucking hitting each other, can't stand sitting there in direct sunlight like that for fucking an hour. Charge that vehicle up. 
Wait, 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 wait. Y'all using too much electricity now. Y'all doing too much. But people vote for him. They had a recall and a majority decided that he was a good fit to continue on. This is the bullshit I'm talking about. This is the bullshit. San Francisco, look at your fucking city. Go outside your goddamn house. Hope your windows are rolled down so no one smash your glass and steal the shit in your car. I forgot that area or city where a group of teens are stealing fucking vehicles and they know about it, but they don't do shit about it. But going back to San Francisco, you're a shithole. You enjoy the way your city looks. You dumbass motherfuckers continue to go to the poll and vote for the same fucking people to include Nancy Pelosi. You think that's okay. All these businesses are fucking boarding up and moving the fuck out because it's bullshit. And you all keep voting them in. Chicago, same thing. You enjoy these weekends where your numbers are 20, 30 fucking people shot and killed. This is a fucking uh, uh, a holiday weekend. Let me go ahead and do a prediction right now on this Saturday without seeing any numbers. I have no idea the numbers in Chicago. I'm going to say at least 20 to 25 people are going to be fucking shot and at least 10 of them are going to be fucking killed. And out of that 10, half of them are going to be fucking children. Let's see what happens on fucking Tuesday morning. That number may be exceeded already. But any holiday fucking weekend in Chicago, you could just predict. It's like fucking the lottery. You want to be greater than, equal to, or more than. Most of the time, you're equal to or more than. You rarely come up less than the fucking number. And people in Chicago put Lori Beetlejuice in fucking office. They allowed this hoe to sit there and have Fucking all the police guard her fucking neighborhood, but fuck your neighborhood. You all are fucking clowns. You reap what you sow. United we stand, divided we fucking fall. It's time for common sense. When you do not include God into the plan, this is what happened. Fucking clown world. Evil in control. I can't. I can't do this shit alone. That's why I need each and every last one of you all to share these podcasts. I am fucking serious as fuck. As we start heading into this political season and things are going to get even thicker, things are going to get even more intense. We need these podcasts to fucking share. They have to be fucking shared because you know I'm over here preaching the fucking truth. Nothing I'm saying is fucking wrong. Everything I'm saying, you can fact check if that's what you want to fucking do. I challenge you to fact check so you can read it and see it with your own two eyes. You ain't got to fucking hear me say shit. You go, damn, he was right. Because whether you're Democrat or Republican, whether the topic is Democrat or Republican, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. People like Lindsey Graham snaking the fucking grass. Don't fucking reelect him. Mitch the Turtle McConnell, he don't belong anymore. Show his ass the motherfucking door. Ted Cruz, 
He's a mouthpiece. No action. We need here in my republic to show that motherfucker the door to. John Connery or however the fuck you say his name, he needs to fucking go too. Both senators that represent Texas need to fucking go. They're garbage. They'll never get my vote again. They're fucking garbage. Human fucking piles of shit. I'm tired of them. I am tired of them in the Mitch McConnell fucking clan. I'm over that shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Political season, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get fucking fired up, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you stay in that with me. I hope you are seeing what I'm saying. I hope you are doing your research. I hope that you're getting the answers to all your questions. If you don't, just fucking email me. Y'all know y'all can reach me, you know, at my Gitter account. Y'all know y'all can reach me even on Truth, uh, Truth Social, the Donald Trump's uh, social media account. Uncensored News. We're there. I'm going to always tell it like it is. And just to give everybody a heads up, I did get approached by uh, Anchor uh, to maybe start putting my podcast on the subscription. I am really going to be considering that uh, coming up. But like I say, in the interim, if you want to support us, you can do it as little as 99 cents a month. You can do it for $4.99 a month or you can do it for $9.99 a month. Uh, But I am really considering the subscription um, portion at this point in time because I think the content that I'm putting out is very valid and it holds a lot of fucking weight. And I think if people really fucking want to get the truth, to really get it unedited, to get it uncensored, they're going to really follow what we do here. And I'm not trying to put anybody out, but this content is worth gold because this is nothing but the truth. And everything we say here winds up coming to fruition. But I'm going to leave it on that note. And I hope each and every last one of you Have a glorious and blessed um, Labor Day on Monday. I hope most of you all out. Please share this podcast, support this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, for this Saturday evening, I'm the Educated Patriot. And guess what I always say? I'm out.